fresh air man this man needs no introduction needed man when i listen to hakeem green i listen to somebody that brings everything into existence man it's like you paint a picture you hit every single point of everybody what we going through in life you understand what i'm saying music wise politically everything people Today we have Hakeem Green from Channel salute, Live, salute. man. Salute, 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 man. Thank you for having me on this show, man. Oof. Yeah, man. Big for me. Thank you. My brother, you're one of my idols. Yeah. I got to uh, say it. I got to say it, man. Yeah, inspiration. Yeah, it's inspiration. Uh, inspiration. Idol, uh, oh, oh uh, listen. I'm not big on idol worship. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, listen, man. <laughs> you know, you got to get, you got to, hey, I always say, man, when you cross paths with someone that you look up to and that you heard, you know, give him his flowers, give her flowers. You know what I mean? When mm, you see him, because you never know if you're ever going to have that chance again. You know what I mean? Yeah, respect. Yeah, we're losing a lot of people, man. Losing a lot of great ones, man. You know. You you uh you made us proud, man, back then, bro. And to see you still rocking to this day, and to see you still rolling up, man, it's the, it's amazing, man. Yeah, man, hip hop don't stop, bro. All we do is spark madism. Madism all day, man, all day, man. Yeah, so tell bro. us, man, what 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 you been up to, man? I mean, I, I I was looking up and and I seen a whole bunch of stuff, man. You got the Madism TV. You still doing music? You just dropped a joint with Big French, an EP called Nyami. Nyami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually dropped it on 420. 
and um, I'm trying to keep it consistent with the 420 releases. I dropped a project in 2020, a whole album, Madism Who Want the Smoke, featuring KRS-One, Carl Thomas, Dredge from Black Sheeps, and Dot X, Tretch Do It All, Keith Murray, uh, Thurston, Thurston Howell, yeah. Thurston Howell III, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean, but that's <laughs> mad. That's Madism Who Wants to Smoke, and that's the 25th anniversary celebration of the single Madism. And I launched a company, Madism Inc., uh, entertainment company. Uh, of course, you talked about the shows, Madison TV and Madison Sports. Everybody's podcasting and doing interviews. So I figured why not use the Madison brand, create a platform so we can have conversations while we smoke, or while I smoke at least. <laughs> and, that's, a uh, that's a beautiful you thing, know, to, to Just push the Madison as a brand, man. You know, got, yes. this music pro- got this music project, Yami, with Big French. Uh, but I also have an album set to drop later this summer. So it's really done. Just going to mix and master it. Drop it probably late uh, July, August. And that's called Aubrey. Ten songs entirely produced by Ron Lawrence from the Hitmen. You mm. guys know him. He produced Hypnotized for Big E, uh, uh, Where I'm From for Jay-Z, uh, and a bunch of other big, big, big records. LL of course, Jay, yeah. Aretha Franklin, Mary, you know, legendary producer. And he, he knocked out the whole album for me. And we got collabs with KRS-One on a joint called The Cypher. I uh, got CeeLo Green and Freeway and G Simone on this wow. joint called Culture, Culture Freedom. I got the homie Malik Youssef on this joint called Niganometry. And yeah, nice, Carl, Tom, Carl Thomas once again. And uh, you know, just trying to keep it going, man. Put out that music. Uh, add another perspective to what's going on. Uh, you know, perspective that is missing, as I see it. You know, and that's that foundational hip-hop sound, that, that boom back. With lyric, lyrics, act, lyrics actually matter. We actually saying something, you know? Yes, man. Yes, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you're definitely well-rounded. When you, when, when, you, when you say the word well-rounded, man, you definitely come up. There should be a picture <laughs> of you right next to the well-rounded, right? Uh, Educator, uh, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you man. know, speaker. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things, man, that I want to ask you, man. So... From from the time that you did Madism, right, and to see where marijuana has came till now, mm-hmm. how that make you feel, man? Because you was an advocate from the jump. I mean, you made you made everybody feel like, yo, it, it's all good, man. It was all good. It is all good. I mean, it's something that we was doing just because of the culture, you know, coming out of the eighties. I was never a really big uh, alcohol drinker. That wasn't my thing. Exactly. And, um, you know, all the other stuff was definitely a no-no. I wasn't on, you know, touch the crack, heroin, pills, all that stuff. I what I think. Cannabis is something that's very, you know, it's natural, it's organic, it's from the ground, you know, and um, it's not addictive. You know, it's, I guess this, you know, uh, what they say is can be um, mentally addictive, but it's not physically addictive. You know, moderation with everything. All we do is spark madism, no doubt. But I take, you know, I take breaks. You know, yes. I work out during I work out during the day. So I'm you know, I'm chilling during the day while I work mm-hmm. out, you know, try to keep lungs clean. Yeah, you, know? you need to. You got so to. I'm all about the health and wellness. Um, but where, where cannabis is at right now is a beautiful thing, man, because it's so, you know, in terms of uh industry and you know, 
black and brown people being able to build commerce around something that they naturally do so culturally natural for us to deal with cannabis was to be able to eat off the proceeds i think it's a wonderful thing i love i love what they're doing well i mean i'm hearing new york is doing some great things around social equity and making sure that you know folks who take the most of the lumps around this plant get some opportunities to make some money a friend of mine just texted me this picture of uh somebody in detroit who got a a, a cannabis vending machine on the side of their house Come on, man! You just raking in the dough, bro. That is crazy. <laughs> that that right there, that you is know, crazy. Yeah, New Jersey, you know, has opened up. It's legal in New Jersey right now, so we're looking at ways to, you know, really build that program out. And down here in Florida, they got a medicinal program. So all around the country, you just see people embracing, you know, the ism, the mad ism. That's right. And it's, it's, right. Only, it's only it's only right for me to stake my claim. So we created the brand Mad Ism, and I'm pushing Mad Ism. That's the only way to do it, man. You know what? <laughs> it wouldn't have been right, man, if you wasn't doing that, man. You know what I'm mm. saying? I'm an advocate myself. I use it for medical reasons and it's changed my life. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and I was born on 420. You feel me? So shit. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You, I see. Thank I didn't know that. I, I got you. <laughs> you should have had that project early. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you, brother. Happy Thank birthday. You. I appreciate you, my brother. Pastor L. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, that right there, brother. So I know, man, you know, heartily, man, I know what's up with that. You know what I mean? Definitely it, uh, made a change, man. So how was it, man? How did KRS-One discover you? Discover Channel Live? Or was Channel Live already called Channel Live when you guys met? Nah, he named his Channel Live. So... I was a school teacher and I had an after school program out in East Orange, New Jersey called Act Now, African Children of Tomorrow Now, mm. which was, you know, introducing or exposing young people to their history, to their roots. It showed them how powerful they've been, you know, throughout history, just not about slavery. Tremendous, illustrious history. We just need to be exposed. So we started this class, the after school program. And part of what we were doing was taking these young folks to different lecturers, speakers, you know, people who had the information, go to Rutgers College, go to Montclair State, go to William Patterson, go to Ramapo, go to these different places to see the greats, Dr. Ben, John Henry Clark, Ivan Van Sertima, legends, you know, talking about 13, 14, 15 year olds sitting at the feet of the master teachers. And this is when KRS-One was doing human education against lie. Uh, yeah, human, human Education Against Lies, talking about the master teacher. He had just dropped You Must Learn mm. a few months before, and we had to go see Chris. So uh, tracking him down at these different lectures, he got used to seeing my face, and then he eventually asked me to open up his lectures for him. Since I was an educator, he wanted me to talk about the school system from someone inside the, the actual system. Wow. I did, that, I did that a few times, and he had no idea I was doing music. So you know, once that kind of kicked off, I hit him with the demo and, uh, you know, things kicked off. The rest is history. Rest is history. Yep. You know, cause KRS-One, man, he's, he's heavy, man, with it, man. Like he don't, he don't co-sign anybody, man. Like you gotta be really, he gotta really feel you on the, uh, you know, you, you gotta be, you gotta be there, man. You gotta be Yeah, there. I mean, we you know, we definitely came, we came, we came with that spit. We definitely was kicking the lyrics. 
Uh, but, you know, me being an educator, I think he kind of really related to that, being a teacher, him being the teacher, you know, me being in the school system, teaching the music kind of reflected that, that level. So, you know, I think that's why he really fucked with him because of that. That is phenomenal, man. That is phenomenal, man. So when all this was going on, right, what was, what was taking place? Like, how was the, 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 the sessions? How was the album coming about? Because when you dropped that, that Mad Is man, video music box was playing it like crazy back then, man, on that yeah. job. Oh, yeah. So we had this demo, and it was four songs on the demo. One of the songs was called The Blood Is On Fire. The Blood, The Blood, The Blood Is, is on, on Fire. fire. Quickly pass the lighter, let the Philly blunt burn, burn, blunt, burn, burn. So the the the, the lyrics, the verses, it was like a, a, a running metaphor. So we had this whole con- concept, metaphorical concepts in a freestyle context. Mm. So it's like we we hit listen to it, it sounds like we freestyling, but when you listen to it, the whole verse is metaphorically about something else. So we're not freestyling. But if you just, if you didn't know what we was talking about, you just think that we was freestyling. He was going off, right? So in in my verse, I was the weed. So every metaphor had to do with me with the weed. Tuffy was the blunt or the rap. So every verse had something to do with the. And then the third verse is what happens when you smoke it, mm. right? And then so Chris was like, Nah, man, y'all gonna go over niggas' heads. Y'all need to dumb it down. Y'all too lyrical. Y'all too smart. Peep the sign. KRS-One going, y'all too lyrical. Y'all gonna go over people's heads. Y'all need to dumb it down. So he fought with us. It was over like a few days. All right, listen, we're gonna redo the song, but I'm gonna hop on it with you. Mm. So So he wrote his joint, went in the booth, and it was like the episode starts when I walk down the block. So it's like he's holding your hand. The episode starts. He grabs you by hand he's and he walks you hand. down the block. When I walk down the wow. block, it reach in my pocket. Yo, where's my knot? It follows me into the spot. Compelling. Go check the dread. Yes, he's herb selling. I'm a potential felon. Is it real simple? I ain't telling. Channel one, two. He, you can't get lost. No. Nah. Go right. You go. He going. He gonna take you to the weed spot, and you gonna go cop the weed. Right. So wow. he's like, that's so me and Tuffy wrote our verses. We was trying to just write some old stupid shit. So he go, stop playing around. I right, just write it the way you want to write it. So I write my verse. I go in the booth to kick it. Now, when I go to kick my verse, like I'm swearing he's going to kick me out the booth and tell me to rewrite my verse. Mm. Right. So I go spit my verse. I forget how it starts, but in the middle of the verses, wake up in the morning, get with the yearning for herb. He turns the music off. <laughs> yo, you bugging, you wildin'. I'm like, what, yo, like it? He was like, like it, that shit is hot. You need to start your verse with wake up in the morning with the yearning for herb. Now, mind you, I wrote, uh, in my mind, this is the corniest thing, the dumbest, the stupidest thing I could ever say. Yo. I <laughs> I gotta cut you right there. That's one of the hottest lines in hip hop ever. <laughs> it, it was ever. written as a it was written as a joke, bro. I know. With the, with the yearning for herb. 
See, when I when I say it, it makes me laugh. Everybody else hear it and they hear something different. But when I hear it, I just laugh. Yo, that was because because to me it's that's it's me dumbing it down. But everybody related though. <laughs> that's that's the teacher. See the jewel? He, he gave me the jewel. He was like, yo, the stuff that you think is hot is too advanced. Huh? You gotta dumb it down. You gotta bring it down to where the people can relate to you. And then when you listen to the rest of the album, you hear the KRS one produced records, and you hear the other records that was produced by Salam and Reggie. Lyrically, we're like lyrical, the lyrical miracle. Da-da. With Chris's joints, we more straightforward. It's, straightforward. It's, it's less trying to be extra lyrical and more just trying to say what we have to say directly. Yeah, but I think you guys were being yourselves, though. You guys were being yourselves with that. Because look, even when you well, listen to the albums well, you, now. Well, well, you wouldn't know. But by, back then, you wouldn't know because you didn't know me. So you yeah. wouldn't know. I, you, you have nothing to judge it by. Like my first yeah, presentation yeah. is the presentation. Yeah. Like in my opinion, Armageddon, which is the second album we put out in 2000 off the of Flavor Unit, is a better album to me. It's a more solid album. Going through, it's got big. It's got bigger record. When you listen to it, it's got bigger records. Bigger records, yeah. You know, got the one with Carl Thomas. Got a Black Rob Latifah joint in there. Got a joint with Method Man on there. You know, the production. You know, I think through and through, it was a more uh, the the uh, the production was more consistent. With the first yeah. one, you had Chris with the super super boom bap, and you had Salam and Reggie that gave us more. Uh, you know, more of a jazzier, more of a um, more more polished. See, Chris, Chris give you that grungy, that hard, that grungy, that hard, boom back, dirty, just boom back. He's the king the of production. That. The other production was, you know, phenomenal production, but for our voice, not so much. For our voice. You know, it's just Chris used to say, for y'all voice, y'all need to be on certain types of beats because you, our voice stands out. You got to allow your voice to be heard. Yeah, you can't, don't drown your, you hit like a lot of our voice to be heard. And it's like, it's a different thing. And I've learned that lesson, tried to like, you know, really stick to more boom bap, stripped down, traditional sounding, like the New York rap record. Yeah. A straight, a straight jack of y'all, y'all slipping by KRS-One. Yeah. You went. You you took it there with the Nyamain though. You brought it yeah. back. You brought it back to the essence, man. You know, big mm. French, big French man. His his drums be knocking, bro. Yeah, he, he understood. He understood. You know, because I got the project with Ron Lawrence, and that project is really a it's a a, a tribute to foundational hip hop. So a lot of scratches, boom bap samples, loops. You know what I mean? And um, so you know. Having finished that joint, really, Fritz was like, oh, so you trying to do like the, 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 he's like, I got a bunch of joints. It's just like old classic, you know, classic loops. Classic loops. That I, that, that I redid that when people hear him, they're going to recognize, but it got, it got a new sound. He made them brand new. He made them something else. He, you know, he gave it his, his, and his, so you got New York rap. You got uh, Now and Then. Mm got love and hip-hop you got son of god and then you got uh can i eat and they all take you back they all they all feel like 
you know, like back then, now it's, it's, it's all hot at the end of the day, man. It's all hot at the end of the day. Yeah. When he told me about that, he was like, yo, check that joint out. I was like, damn, that is crazy. I said, that was an amazing, that was an amazing, that was amazing. So I know we're going to hear more from you guys too, right? You in French. Oh yeah, man. We actually, he he did a joint on the, um, Madism who want to smoke the, um, Okay. Sweet marijuana featuring dress from Black Sheep. Okay. That's, that's big French. You know what I mean? And I got an, um, he's shepping up some stuff, some new stuff for me right now. So, yeah, we're going to continue to work together for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. So, are we ever going to see another channel live jump, man? No, nah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. You still just holding ha- it down, though, man. You still holding just, it down. Just Haki from Channel Live. There you go. So it's actually always channel live. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's always channel live. Just always channel live. Definitely. I came man. from channel live. I came from channel live, man. Mm-hmm. So Madism, that album was so big. Where did it take you? Where where did you see yourself like knowing how big that record was getting? How I mean, fast was, was it for we, you? We, we, Nah, we wasn't prepared, bro. Like, you know, in hindsight, it seemed like it took forever, but really it took pretty, it was pretty quick. Um, and just to be able to take it. Now you go in as MCs, you go in as artists, as entertainers, and you, don't, you really don't understand the business side of it. So by the time you catch up on the business, you know, the hit came and went. So to be able to t- really take advantage of how big the record was, we weren't able to. We didn't put our second project out until 2000, which is five years later. And that gap, so much happens, changes. You know, you got to be able to hit, hit them, come again, come again, come again, come again, come again. And the marketing and promotions, which is really where it's at, like a hit ain't a hit until you get the marketing promotion. Right? The record sounds the way the record sounds, but if people don't hear it, it doesn't matter. So having the right marketing behind it, the right resources at radio, the right, and then when you come in the game and you get that hit, you got to go up. You can't go back. You know, you got to go up. You can't. It has. It's very little to do with the sound of it. It's more so to do with you know, the people in position to get it played. Make sure you get the proper position shelves. Um, you know, radio, so forth mm. and so on. And when you lose that, if you can't keep up yourself and we wasn't prepared to keep that up you know but other things happened so we started a company called ibc illegal broadcasting i remember and ibc ibc was actually myself tuffy doesn't have a channel live and video director benny boom and we started a company ibc which that Armageddon album was an IBC slash flavor unit album. Benny's first video as a video director was Wild Out 2K, the first single off our album. Mm. And we branched off. We, we did something different with IBC. We started another uh, company called Gorilla Flicks, specifically on film. And we still had IBC. And then when Jay-Z went to Def Jam, the first artist he signed was Sam Scarfo that was signed to IBC. It was the first signing at Def Jam was our artist, Sam Scarfo. But things happened and 
that didn't really manifest what we wanted it to. Uh, Benny's career, you know, kept going. I did a bunch of treatments. The Nas got yourself a gun. You know, I, I made the LL Cool J relationship happen, which gave us Paradise and Love You Better. I, you know, put nice. the Nelly relationship to the table and had seven videos, including uh, Dilemma. Uh, you know, seven videos for Nelly and them. You know, did a bunch of other consulting work, and I was hustling weed at the same time. So I was Snoop's weed man, Lil Wayne's wow, weed man. How about that? I had Bad Boy offices in the headlock, Def Jam in the headlock. You talking Murder Inc., Rockefeller, <laughs> everybody. You know, I had everybody in the headlock with the weed. Um. So yeah. So. You know, you have you got to find other avenues. To, you have to, 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 man. You know what I mean? It's not just all about rocking the mic. You know, I actually stopped. I actually retired in two thousand. I know you did, yeah. Two thousand one. After after the Armageddon, I like fell all the way back into the management space, consulting. You know, more the executive side, getting that off, and then um, picked up the mic probably like two thousand six seven. Started rhyming again. Okay. And, so in the political in, in in the political side, right? Do you ever see yourself like doing that or no, anything I'm like not, that? No, no, that's not. Because you're very you know, vocal. I, I, well, I consult. You know, I consult. Um, I do some, a lot of stuff in North New Jersey, of course. Very supportive of the mayor there. Uh, hold on one second. There we go. There you go. I'm very supportive of the mayor in Newark. Um, of course, Do It All from Lords of the Underground is running for West Ward City Council. That's my guy. Done a ton of work with that. Yeah, consulting awesome. his uh, nonprofit, 211 Community Impact. I have an, a company called 24 Hours of Peace. I produce an annual peace festival in the city of Newark, New Jersey. We're like 12 years in. Wow. Um, yeah, we do it 24 hours straight. We've done it twice on Broadway Market. Last year, we did it on Broadway Market at KRS-One, Freeway, Beanie Siegel, P&B Rock, uh, Jadakiss. Uh, you know, we've we had Naughty, Lords of the Underground, of course, Das Effects, Smith & Wesson, Black Moon, Juice Crew All-Stars, Tali Kwali, Kane, Fat Joe, Common, you know, Savion Glover, Matt, uh, Mr. C, Tony Touch. Like, it's a big event. Wow. Every, every year, the city of Newark looks forward to 24 hours of peace. And, uh, you know, that's me supporting uh, my friends and allies in politics. But me being a politician, I'm good on that. <laughs> hey, man, listen, that, that, that's amazing, though, man, because you've always had that uh, about you, man. He was always, you know, very vocal, you know, talking and, and, you know, carrying yourself a certain way, man, where people actually listen to you, you know what I mean? So that's uh that yeah. that's a blessing, man. That's definitely a blessing for you to be Respect. able to do that. And it's amazing to still see you, you know, here, right? Doing good, healthy, still doing the mic, still doing everything else, pushing, pushing it, you know? Yeah. Just pushing thank it, man. You. Pushing thank it. You. Thank you. And uh that that that's awesome, man. That's definitely awesome, man. So you said you're gonna put out a new album. In the near future, in the summer. Aubrey. 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 You want me to point Aubrey. out Aubrey? So any shows or anything that you're going to be doing? Any um, tours or anything like that? 
Uh, right now, not nothing's on the schedule. I'm trying to make it pop. You know, KRS One is out there, so I've been doing some stuff with him. Um, you know, but uh, right right now, I'm just pushing that music, bro. Just pushing that music. Uh, every Thursday, I'm on Madism Sports on the Madison TV platform, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, I'll Check be checking out. that out, man. I'm definitely Check checking out. that out. And in the Madison TV, where I do one on one interviews, just like this right here. I got Mr. C coming up uh, next week. Uh, nice. and, uh, yeah, you know, cha -cha. and Miss Toy on Sunday, uh, West Coast legend, Miss Toy. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know. So what you do it like twice a week or? Uh, well, definitely we do the sports show every week. Uh, I'm gonna take a little hiatus over the summer uh, and then start back up when football season kicks off. Nice. Uh, but that, that's every, that's every week. Um, every week. Okay. And then, you know, depending on scheduling, you know, PR, uh, guest availability. You know, I'll do maybe three or four one-on-ones during the course of the month, you know, um, when I can catch it. But I'm going to start expecting, I started the show, you know, during the pandemic. Yeah. So it's so, you know, what like Zoom, well, actually I, do, I use StreamYard to do my interviews. But um, now that we're, you know, we outside, you know, I'll be doing stuff on the platform, live and direct on location. Yeah. Like that. That's yeah. what people want to do now. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. what I'm going to be doing, yeah. transitioning yeah. into that. There's yeah. people outside again. You know what I mean? We out, we outside. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. here's one question that I wanted to ask you, right? Okay. Were you there when KRS1 slammed PM Dawn? No, I was not there, actually. I didn't know KRS1 at the time. I had no relationship with them at the time. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I can't even remember where I, I might have been on the road. Cause I was, um, you know, I got into the culture really like as a dancer, as a like scuba scrap background dancer, running man, all that, you know, flips okay, and, okay. And, and then, you know, I'm from Jersey. So, you know, house music is real big. So dancing in circle ciphers on some on the house music tip, you're talking about, you know, 86, 87, 88. Like, that was I was jamming the, back then, man. I, I was the man. Like I was, I did my thing. And the matter of fact, there's a video. If you go to YouTube and put in, Hakeem Green Kilimanjaro's dance contest. I'm in there, and you'll see how how I was bringing the fire. This is like that was like 1991, 92, something like nice. that. Nice, right? So, um, I forgot how, how I even brought that up. The whole dancing thing. I was talking. We were talking about um, uh, uh talking about why why did I bring up dancing? What were we talking about right before that? We talking oh, about the era, man. Uh, yeah, the era that the, like, uh, oh man, I, I don't even know where we <laughs> it just we just started talking about the dancing. Yeah, so I, I mean that's how I got into the game as a, as a, as a dancer. And okay, I used to dance for Naughty back when they were the new style. The Naughty by I saw Naughty by Nature get created at my senior year talent show, nineteen eighty six. I graduated eighty seven. Our talent show was that fall in eighty six, wow. and. Uh, Vinny was the host. He was a junior, but he was he was one of the funniest dudes in the school. Uh, always brilliant, smart as a whip, um, and he was the host. I was in the talent show lip syncing the Beastie Boys. It was me, my boy Rodney, and my boy Frank, and we went out as the Beastie Boys. Piece of history for you. Wow! And then um, after we performed, maybe like two or three uh, two or three acts later, you had the new style which was KG and Tretch, they come out, the system goes left. 
system blacks out. So Vinny starts beatboxing, killing it on the beatbox. Then Tretch hops in. Man, it was like, oh! it was crazy. <laughs> Yo, Man, that's I'm crazy. I'm 17 years old. This is 1986, bro. And you're witnessing all that. Right. So, oh, I know, I know what I'm talking about. So I wasn't writing rhymes at this time. I wasn't writing rhymes. I was just really, I was in the Depeche Mode, the Cure. I was in like uh, some like all the obscure white boy music, right? <laughs> I liked I like hip hop, you know, but I had kind of like I was in that phase. Where I was looking at other things, right? Mm. So I walk in the homeroom one one day, 1986. KG sitting there in homeroom. This is like 7:15, 7:30 in the morning. KG got the high top kid and play joint. He got the, the gold jewelry. He got the, he got the, the I think the Mercedes Benz ring or the whatever the ring is. Uh, right? uh, KG always had the, the fresh Puma suede, Pumas with the laces. He always had the freshest. He's always freshly dipped. And he's sitting there with the Criminal Minded album in his hand. Wow. I, I had never. I, mean, I heard the song South Bronx. I heard they heard the bridges over. I wasn't in it, in it, in it, in it yet, yet. Like, well, I was in it, then out of it. And then this is my introduction back into it. So I'm like, who are these niggas on the album? Who they? They, <laughs> they ain't trying to sell no records. They on the album with guns. They not trying to. Man. And Kate laughed. So I go to school. Wagner College in Staten Island. Now, I went to college in Staten Island. I was supposed to go to Texas, Texas Tech. But before I went, people were telling me, yo, man, you realize like there's like no trees in Texas. Yo. Where you going? Yeah. Like, if unless you got the, the money to really get out of Lubbock, Texas, there's nothing to do. So wow. you know, on the weekends, if you don't live there, you, you kind of stuck, right? What you gonna do? So I started thinking about it. I was like, let me, 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 me switch up. So I went to my guidance counselor. He was like, yo, I think I made a bad decision. I want to switch schools. He was like, well, where do you want to go? I said, I want to stay local. He said, how about Staten Island, New York? Mm. Ding, 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 ding. I wanted to be in the club. I was like, let's get it. I was trying to. Yeah, so I went to Wagner College, and I studied wow. uh, Club Music 101. And... <laughs> I started dancing for this uh, of, of one of the students there, Nicole, rest in peace. She had a deal at Sleeping Bag Records, had a little dance single called uh, Happiness. So she needed some dances. And you know, since I was so thorough on the campus with my steps, I was going to Studio 54, Palladium, Roseland, every week. Every week, I was up in the spot, every week. Every that week. is, that is amazing. 19, 1986, 1987, 1988, First, you know, as a dancer, then, then as an artist, then as a promoter, 
That's that's you know? awesome, man. That and cultural awesome. influencer X Y Z. That but, is awesome. Um, so listen, so so going back to Naughty. So I'm on the road in Texas as a dancer. We're sitting in limo, and we hear OPP come on the radio for the first time. Mm. And it, now the first time I heard it, it was over the phone. My boy Bubby, who was general manager for the Nord, Naughty Store, somebody who went to high school with old friend. He played part of it over the phone. It wasn't even finished yet. Wasn't done yet. Over the phone. Wasn't even done yet. And then months later, I'm in Texas, sitting in limousine, waiting to go inside the venue as a dancer, mind you. And I hear OPP. And it blew my mind, bro. Wow. That is... Like, you know what? From that point, started writing rhymes, started freestyling. Getting it in. I'm doing that. Right it's time for me to take this dance energy and put it into pen and paper. Started writing rhymes. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. Well, brother, man, it's been a pleasure, man. I wanted to bring you here just to tell you, man, how much we appreciate you, man, and what everything oh, you did you, for hip hop, man. You. you know what I mean? I appreciate you. Is this? Is it? Definitely, I, uh, man. Really appreciate appreciate you having me on the show, and um, I want everybody to look out for Nyami. Nyami, let's get out, it out, out right now. New York rap now and then, loving hip hop.